This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. McDelivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the result, you'll always be winning with McDelivery. So the only thing left to say is, you in? Order now on the McDonald's app. You can also get reward points delivered too. So the ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus. Rewards registration required. Points only on menu items. Delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly teaming up with Free for Mental Health Awareness Week this year. As football fans, we often pride ourselves on knowing everything, from which substitution can turn the game around to the quickest route home to beat the crowds. However, when it comes to discussing feelings with our friends, we might not always feel as confident. That's why we're here to equip you with the right tools so you can reach out to those who can help. If your mates are struggling, let them know that the Samaritans are free to call on 116123. That's 116123. They are there to listen without judgment or pressure, 24-7, 365 days of the year. Let's all take a moment to talk more than football. It's Murray! Who else? But the former Brighton man to give Palace the lead against their bitter rivals. Two for Murray, two for Palace, and the Eagles on course to go back to number one in the championship. Murray won't take this spot kick. Instead, it's Owen Garvin on duty. Same outcome, although Kushat wasn't far away from keeping him out, 3-0 Palace, and three points in the bag for the Eagles now. Good looking ball over, and Uloa has found the net, and Brighton take the lead here at the Amex. Great play from Brighton. The Argentinian started and finished the move. It was Buckley's cross, and Uloa rose highest to put the ball past Veroni. After Brighton to get a second, David Lopez! Super free kick. And it's 2-0 to the Seagulls. Good cuts ball over Orlandi. And Iloa gets the third and he gets his second goal of the game. And surely now the points are with the home team. Brighton three, Crystal Palace three. Homesdale Radio, www.holradio.net. Hi everyone and welcome to Homesdale Radio's bonus Brighton podcast. As regular listeners will know, I missed Brighton Review Show as I'd been to the game and fully expected to be toasting a victory with more than a couple of drinks. My name is Chris Hambly, by the way. Uh, instead, I was left disconsolate and humiliated by a weak display in the appearance of a team that had misjudged the pace and passion of what this rivalry means. I'm not one of those who will say that players didn't try or the manager didn't get what the game meant. Those are lazy excuses in my view. But what I will say is that we have to accept that on the day, the better team beat us. They were quicker to the ball, stronger in the challenge, lighter on their feet and more clinical and creative. It was a harsh lesson handed out in the worst place at the worst possible time. For a long time, we've had bragging rights. 25 years has passed since Brighton had beaten us on their own patch. And recent history very much belongs to Palace. The thing about winning a football match is that it's always a next time. 
We've enjoyed our wait for the next time and now Brian will enjoy theirs. And we have to take all that comes with that. That's where this podcast comes in. Some of our friends over at North Stand Chat have had a listen to the boys attempt to make some sense of the rage and bitterness of such a heavy defeat. And the banter is certainly flying. I felt personally as whole Radio's regular host, it was important we had the right of reply. So what we're about to present is an audio response to the online pasting that the show has taken. We don't take ourselves too seriously and we love that we're being talked about over there. Nine pages, boys, more than we get on our own sites, eh? Um, the rivalry, <laughs> the rivalry, this rivalry is what football is all about. It's our turn to be on the receiving end. <clears throat> uh, and I'm joined in the, by the presenting team from the Sunday show. That's Alex White, Joe Holyoke and Nick Gillard. All right, gents? Hello. Evening. Mm-hmm. Mm. So, <laughs> there's some sort of a sniffing sound there. I don't know what's happened. Alex? Um, oh, no, it wasn't me. No, you sure? <laughs> it's not sure. a sniff. Do you know what? I've come to the conclusion. It's a noise I make with my mouth when I talk a lot because I breathe out the back of my mouth when I talk a lot. So, there you go. Do you want to not do that? That's a bit very bad, I'm, I'm, I'm working towards it. Let's put it that all way. Right. I'm still voting for debilitating coke habit myself, but all right. <laughs> Listen, um... You know why we're here. We, we want to have a quick look at that, that thread on North Stand chat and give you guys a, a chance to respond. Um, but I want to know how you're actually feeling now. We've had a chance for the dust to settle. This is a fairly new experience for us. Um, I'll start with you, Nick, since you're going to have to disappear before anyone else. Um, how are you feeling now about it? About what? It's all over. It's another game now, isn't it? I've just seen Will score for the under-21, so Sunday's forgotten about. It's just shown how classy Sorry. he is. Sorry, mate. Will Buckley scored for the under-21s. <laughs> Don't yeah. be silly. There's none in there. <laughs> oh, f- oh fuck! Sorry, Will Saha. All right, yeah, my yeah. fault. Um, listen, he's no good, is he? Uh, no, no. Listen, I, li- look. I, let's. I mean, I want to. I want to say a little bit about the game because obviously I didn't get a chance to do that. Um, it was a horrible experience, and I'm, I'm sure the Brighton fans. Well, I know the Brighton fans are loving it. They um, and every right, you got you got to take these moments when when you can, and you know. It, sorry, it, sorry, it was, Chris. Mm. Was was that even the Brian fan that somebody saw at the ground in a Liverpool tracksuit? <laughs> Listen, mate, we all know about that. We all know about that, you know. But at the end of the day, it's, it's a bum on a seat, isn't it? So um, I'm not going to get too wound up about it. Look, they um, they uh, right word. <laughs> guys, come on, let's let's keep this sensible. I didn't mean it like that, honestly. I'm, uh, you know, I'm, we're trying to uh, present a proper response here. Look, the fo- the, the truth is. The, the football was played by Brighton, OK? Um, one of the criticisms labelled at us was that we were biased towards Palace. Well, we are a Palace radio show. But if you want to hear what, you know, what, what the truth was, it, it's that, that they were better on the day. You know, um, guys, you've got some criticism, and we'll go through it all in a minute, about your assessment of who was dominant and who wasn't dominant. Dominant. The truth is, in the first half, no one was do- dominant. Oh, I can't even speak. Uh, until the very, very end of that half. Uh, a couple of clinical moves. Johnny Parr was caught out on the uh, on the wing. Cross comes in. Ujoa gets a great header in. Um, you know he's a, he's a very very good striker. They spent two million quid on him. Uh, he bloody should be. So that was a great goal. Free kick was an absolute beauty. Julian couldn't get anywhere near it. The, we go in two 0 down. Should have been nil nil. Would have been fair. None of the Brighton <sighs> fans who know anything about football. Joe, can you stop yawning? Time's hard. Uh, <laughs> None of the Brighton fans who know anything about football would, would suggest that getting in at nil nil would have been anything other than a fair result. Second half, though, we were given a lesson. Lesson in possession. Oh. We lost. We lost. We lost the game. We were beaten 3 0. It could have been more. It, it, you know, and I feared more. When that third goal went in, and it was a great goal, whatever anyone wants to say, when that third goal went in, I feared the absolute worst. You know, I had horrible visions of 5 0. Has anyone ever 
heard of a 5 0 in that uh, fixture before. Only, only airway. Only That's airway. right. Yeah, it is only airway, isn't it? Uh, yeah. have, we, have we ever been beaten 5 0 by then? I don't know, mate. Really don't know. It's taken them 25 years to beat us at their own ground. So, anyway, listen, we're called Sore Losers. It's the Sore Losers radio show. So, we've got to keep a little bit, a bit of this going. Um, this started off with Queen's Park Pete, who said a hilarious one-eyed Palace perspective on the game. One of their main presenters review- reviewing the game based on first-half radio commentary. All right there, Joe. Uh, try about 30 to 33 Can I respond to that? Can, can I respond mate. to that? Yeah, I, I listened to, listen to the first half. And the first half that I listened to, we completely, well, I wouldn't say completely, but we dominated that half. We, had, we were far the better team. I don't see how... They can turn around and say they were a better team. So, but uh, you know, from, from what I heard, you know, the commentators are there to paint a picture. Being half intelligent and watched a lot of football in my life, I, I can I can relay what they're, you know, I can see what they the picture they're trying to paint. Um, and we was Gel. all over them. Yes, Gel. Nick. Yes, was it BBC London commentary or it Radio was. Five Live. Yeah, well, it'd be a bit biased towards Palace. Oh no, 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 no. Sorry, no, it was Five Live. Five Live. Five Live. Yeah, Five Live, yeah. They kept well, going they, on about the Grand Prix. They didn't mention the match. <laughs> yeah, Five Live. Yeah, no, I mean, all, like, all the, you know, it's it's, it was at the end, it was Radio London that turned mm. around and said that Buckley, the referee looked embarrassed about turning Buckley down for some of his, you know, auditioning for that fling himself to the floor part in, uh, Listen, in the I can, Listen, Joe, I can understand where they're coming from in terms of suggesting that that's bitter. I mean, the truth is they call Wilford a, a diver. And, and to suppose to them he is, and, and to us, Buckley's a diver as well. I don't see any real difference in the two, uh, in, in the way they anticipate a challenge. But other than ability. I think, yeah, other than um, ability, which is matched by, I mean, I didn't see any £15 million moves for Will Buckley either. Listen, I'm not going to, it's just one player, it's, it's not really that relevant, and, and they've, you know, they've got some good players. But, I mean, basically, to address that first point, mate, I, I listen back to it. Uh, I, I think you've been misunderstood in some ways I, I think you're wrong to suggest I think the commentary suggested that we were dominant in that first half it is wrong but but Brian weren't dominant either I think that's a fair point to say uh, Foster's headband said real dickheads all of them well, I'm not going to argue with that uh, and, he loved Car- <laughs> <laughs> and he loved the Cardiff fans comments which apparently got you guys rattled what was um, uh, well Alex you haven't had a chance to say much yet what, what would you say the uh, some total of the Cardiff fans comments were and were you rattled uh, rattled, yeah, absolutely. I was rattled by an email. They always get to me. Um, look, <laughs> I I took it as a compliment that we've actually got other fans listening to us. I think it's pretty sad and small-minded. I certainly wouldn't listen to a Cardiff, Brighton, Barnsley, Blackpool or Watford one. I I don't get it, but, you know, whatever floats their boats. Hmm, well, OK. Um, Nick, any specifics on what the Cardiff fans said you want to talk about? It was just uh, the fact that he accused us or our players of racism, of um, thuggery, and uh, he, he, I don't know, he, he kept emailing back, which was good. It's a shame he didn't phone in. Yeah, well, listen, I take it the uh, the racism thing harks back to the Sean Derry incident with Michael Chopra um, and all that sort of stuff. Listen, you know, it, it's again, it's it suppose it's attention. I suppose it's interesting that they they would consider listening to us I would be surprised if that was a genuine Cardiff fan but there we go uh, anyway so Captain Sensible this is so funny Palace Muppets can't, can't really say much to that uh, we were much better than them I didn't go I heard it on the radio turned it off after that clowns <laughs> can I Can I just say there Chris sorry Palace Muppets yep. but Captain Sensible is actually a Palace fan 
The real Captain Sensible is yeah, that. Yeah, so he's done well there, hasn't he, that poster, picking that name. Yeah, but you, you um, can't expect it, can you? Just no. don't worry, don't worry. I'm going to pick out, there's a very level-headed comment from Pierre, sir, who says we have plenty of our own deluded fans. Hmm. I think, I think, I mean, that's kind of one of the points, really, we want to make tonight. Obviously, it's good to have a bit of banter. It's good to, um, but, and you know, the North Stand chat's a very fun site to read. You know, it's, it's a good it's a good website, well put together. They've got some absolute nutcases on there. They've got some absolute dreamers on there. But we've got the same on our boards. BBS and the Homestead's full of them. Um, but they've also got some very sensible people on there as well. I will say, um, it's actually, um, I've been looking at it over the last few days. It's actually uh, not a bad little <sighs> site as it goes, as football sites go. Um, yeah, no, absolutely. It's all right. It, yeah, it absolutely is. Um, have, but, just, go, just going on that, sorry, Chris, just, uh, have you seen a, a poster on there called The Major? And he, what yeah, he yeah. does, he, he updates their attendance up against ours every single game. It's hilarious. He's completely, he just, I, I secretly think as a Palace fan, screaming to get out. Mm. You know? <laughs> Do you think maybe maybe that now they've, uh, they've got this elusive win, that maybe he'll be able to focus on something else, something a bit more relevant? Um, no. But, uh, you know, I, I, I thought, uh, well, um, there's, there's a lad on the well, Graham White, Graham White, something like that. Maybe he, he said um, he's, he's pointed out the whole better team for 60 minutes, which I think we've clarified is a perhaps a misunderstanding of what you meant. You you said that the, we sounded the better team for 60 minutes. Yeah, that's say, it. As, as someone who was there, we weren't the better team for 60 minutes. I'd never claim that we were. And I um, accept that if you because you yeah. were there. Yeah, is, is that the same Graham White whose uh, tagline is "The greatest day in history is something about Palace getting beat"? Because Brighton haven't had a great day to actually write about himself. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he did. Yeah, he, enjoyed, he enjoyed the nine nil uh, defeat in, in nineteen eighty nine, obviously, which was followed by a four three win. But there we go. Uh, look, and um, I say there's a few bits and pieces that, that want to get up. Um, Captain Sensible again. He seems quite keen on this thread. Said that Zaha jumped on the floor a few times and had a strop when he didn't get a free kick. I, mean, I think it's so funny listening to that. Desperate knobheads. Anyone want to take that one? Did Alex? You you were there, weren't you? Yeah. Uh, do you remember Wilf jumping on the floor? Uh, do you? Because I certainly right. don't. I no. remember being I remember being hauled to the floor a few times. Yeah, because of course if he gets a touch, he's a modern footballer. He goes down. But I don't think any Brighton player in that team could say that they wouldn't do exactly the same. People try and get the most out of a tackle. That's just the way football is, unfortunately. Mm. And they're singling out one player, and I think it's small-minded. Um, moving on swiftly, there's a uh, guy. Posters rug rat. Now this is a, a point I think worth talking about, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, you, you guys were um, discussing that you were uh, that we, you feel that we are the, on our day the best side in the league. Something I've actually said in the past. Um, and uh, he's also pointed out that you said that they marked us out of the game. That's cre- credit to us. I don't know quite what that means, but essentially that um, Brighton beat us three 0 and you guys are saying on our day we're still the, the best side in the league can you understand the perspective that they might feel that's ridiculous no because there's been times this season when we've played teams and we've played at our best and we've completely wiped off you know wiped them off the floor and other teams when they've played at their best haven't played as well as we have on i can't believe that even they'd argue with it and that point about them marking us out of the game and and Maybe maybe I was misinterpreted there because I'm saying. Whoa 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 whoa! Interpreted. He said I'm, that the other day. 
Is that is a word? Interpreted? No, it is now, if you say okay. it. Okay. <laughs> Interpreted in... is a word. Interpreted. I don't know what that is. Okay, I was... Okay. <laughs> Basically, I'm saying they set up to, to, to mark us out the game. And that's, that's credit to us, because they fear us, and they know that mm. we're a better side than them. And that and the only chance they have of winning the game is by beating us tactically and stopping us as a threat. I don't necessarily mean that that's a better team than, than us. Now, I mean, okay, f- fair dues. And I say, I know, obviously, I'm trying to play a little bit of devil's advocate here. Um, we little, well, I feel, I feel the need to, 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 get, so to get you guys to explain yourselves. You know, because at the end of the day, this is a response to to what you're being accused of. Um, that this is one game, right? One game. Um, <laughs> uh, so we have just we have just noticed. I, I, we may we may edit this out now because I'm referring to it, but we have <laughs> just noticed that uh, one of the comments was ripping on Alex during the course of that show for saying interpreted, and Alex has done it again. <laughs> I don't know. I feel the only way you will learn. Is it no, no. It's for your own good, Alex. You know, you'll never say "interpreted" again. Are you sure that's not a word? <laughs> yeah, yeah, I am. Yeah, Nick, you're no, you're a teacher. Is that a word? But interpreted. <laughs> yeah. No, no, it's it about. It sounds as... like it should be a word. No, it's about as uh, legitimate as, as uh, attackive. Yeah. You know, <laughs> yeah. You know so what, you would I, what would I say instead then? Interpreted. Yeah. Out. Yeah, a pretty, yeah, yeah. There, there it is. Yeah, Al, quit while you're behind, mate. <laughs> or, or made sense of, <laughs> <laughs> which you're not right. doing. Interpreted. Now I'm going to say that. Yeah. Right now. you should say that because that's the word. <laughs> yeah, I think it's just because I can't say it. Interpreted. I can say it now. <laughs> Alex, I don't know what to do. I'd, do you know what? I'm starting to side with them. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> can you say have... it without the noise coming out the back of your mouth at the same time? Ha 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 ha. All right. That's my anyway, sarcastic laugh. Can I? Can I just? Can I uh, ask you a question? Um, did Wilf uh, have the better uh, of uh, of Bridge? For yeah. See, so, uh, yeah. This is this is a good question. I've seen a lot of references to certain people having Wilf in his po- in the you know in their pockets and stuff. Um, Wilf didn't have a good game. That's all it that's all it really is. I don't I wouldn't say any individual player was responsible for that. I think cuz he swapped sides and cuz he moved around the pitch it's very hard to pin on it. But you know Bridge was very had a had a very good game I think it's fair to say when Wilf was faced with him he he didn't he didn't get past him every time like he like he sometimes does with certain players. Um you know similarly Upson had a very good game as well. Um you know they actually you know they, they looked every bit the uh quality players that they are and you'd think so with what they're being paid so um listen i i, I think for a pal- from a palace perspective i'm always going to say will had a bad game rather than they did a good job on him uh, that's just how i feel i feel if wilf was on his game it doesn't matter how good a job they tried to do it wouldn't be good enough but then you know they'll see they'll see probably two games wolf's had against them this season he's not really done a huge amount so it's um it's tough, really. It really is. Um, I say I, I'm not going to argue. Was that something that you were you were told? Um, well, yeah. I mean, just when I listened to it on the radio, just every time I heard that when Wilf got the ball, he'd gone past Bridge. That that's, that that was the commentary, the five live commentary. Yeah, I think I think what was obviously there's Wilf getting past a player is when he's 
you know, done his little trick and he's dumped him on their ass. You know, he's probably run round him like a little bit, but he's not. Do you know what I mean? But I, I think you've been misled, misled by the comments. Away days are great, but there's nothing quite like playing at home. The same goes for McDonald's. Maximise your home ground advantage with McDelivery. You in? Order now on the McDonald's app. At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly teaming up with Free for Mental Health Awareness Week this year. As football fans, we often pride ourselves on knowing everything, from which substitution can turn the game around to the quickest route home to beat the crowds. However, when it comes to discussing feelings with our friends, we might not always feel as confident. That's why we're here to equip you with the right tools so you can reach out to those who can help. If your mates are struggling, let them know that the Samaritans are free to call on 116123. That's 116123. They are there to listen without judgment or pressure. 24-7, 365 days of the year. Let's all take a moment to talk more than football. Because simply Wilf didn't do that on a regular basis. That's all I can really say there. So I think I think it's a fair point, but quite quite why uh, whether he had him in his pocket or not, I don't really know. Can um, I just say that hmm. the fact that people are saying, oh, you know, he was in his back pocket and we're sitting here saying, oh, he didn't have two good games against Brighton and that's their excuse for calling him not very good. But at the end of the day, He's gone to Manchester United for 15 million. So, unless you unless you can come to me and say that that's happened to a Brighton player, then he's clearly not that bad, is he? Really? Well, can I just can I just add to that? It, can, we we need to get away from calling him a Palace player because he's a Man United player now. Mm. That's, we, fair. Uh, that's fair. He's a, he plays a Man he has a Man United. For, oh dear. Hello. <laughs> <laughs> Hello. This right. This is exactly the sort of thing <laughs> that's going to get us kind. I'm just... <laughs> Who was that? Who was that? Nick. Yeah? That's it, you're fucking piss poor. It's 8 o'clock. What was that? Is this the sort of time that you... Is that not your phone? No. It was mine. I was blaming was Nick. Yeah. Oh, fuck <laughs> hell. A <laughs> lot of editing to do. Mike, Mikey, I know you're listening in. Um, I was going to talk to you after the show about Alex, but I think maybe we should... Should do it on air. Um, yeah, yeah, bring it on. <laughs> oh, I'm only kidding. Listen, next up, Foster's headband again. Do any of these blokes know anything about football? What a couple of planks, Jell and... It says, actually, what a couple of planks, Jell and Nick are. So what a couple of planks. Yeah. Um, mm. uh, we got a real club. They haven't. We are mm. going places. They're not. Sniff. Mm. Sniff. Mm. Uh. That might be you, Alex, that you're referring to there. Uh, what we got wrong was we thought they would be decent human beings. Sniff. If we had Zaha and someone who scored goals, wouldn't that be exciting? Sniff. Um, were they doing drugs during the programme? Alex, you got any response to that? Could be worse. I could have been called a plank like the other two. So I'll that take the true. positives. That is yeah. true. That is positive, positive, mate. I've, been, I've been called worse. <laughs> I'm sure. Hmm. <laughs> 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 Listen, um, I think uh, I think to basically be called sore losers, to uh, I think it kind of belies the reality of, of football, really, doesn't it? I mean, guys, you, you're you're sitting there on a Sunday. You ju- we've just lost three 0 to Brighton. Okay, Joe, you said Charlton means more to you. That's your business. I think you're mentally ill for it, but fair dues. Um, but 
at the end of the day, you're, you're trying to review a game where we've just got absolutely thumped by our rivals. Do you think you could be anything other than sore losers? No, of course not. What, what, were they, what on earth were they expecting to hear me giving an honest BBC report saying, yeah, both sides were good up until 40 minutes and then they got two goals. Said, no, of course I'm not. I'm a Palace fan and this is a Palace podcast. And if you don't like what you're hearing, I'm sorry, don't listen to it. Mm. So basically what's happened is someone has decided they'll take some joy in our suffering and then we're criticised <laughs> for, 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 being, for being biased and not holding some sort of impartial... But it hasn't uh, happened very game. often, has it? It hasn't happened no, very you know, often. You're right, the thing. Let, let them lord it up. You know, the thing is, listen, listen they, could beat, they could beat us every single game for the next five years, right? But the very first league game that they lost in their shiny little soulless bowl was to us. Forevermore, that's in the record books. You ask people that, to score. Um, people were, they, they, honestly, for fuck's sake, Murray... He became a legend that night. The guy made, gave him a nickname that he'll have forever. One of their fans, their own. I, I, I just say what they want. Say what they want. You know, they have the better of us for once. For once. Listen, if, if you read, and I know you do, Joe, if you read through North Stand Chat, um, mm. obviously. I like it on there, by the way. I do like yeah, it on there. No, it's a good site. Like, like we were saying, it's a good site. And. Um, Obviously, there's a lot of people on there who um, who feel they're kind of deserving of all of this. And I, I know Ian Holloway made some comments that got a few people's noses out of joint, if you like, and just sort of where he talked about what a hard time Brighton had had and, and how they've been. Obviously, we don't care because, you know, obviously we've got no love lost there. We don't really care that they were treated badly. But in truth, if you're trying to be impartial, they were treated Badly, they got a ground stolen from them, and you know their very existence was threatened. And they've had to, uh, oh, all right, thanks, Joe. And they've had to, they've had to endure a lot. But um, I don't personally feel that that justifies the current level of arrogance. And I know they're they're known for it. Uh, they were known for it in League One. Um, I know Nigel Atkins uh, had some stuff to say on it when he was manager of Southampton at the time. Um, and and they've certainly got a reputation amongst many fans in, in the Championship for simply just believing that having a having an infrastructure, you know, a, a new stadium, a sh- shiny concrete bowl, si- kind of gives them this entitlement that these attendances that they had in the past and that they're suddenly getting now. You know, at the end of the day, I know it's not a great environment to go down. The, it was to go down the with Dean and watch, you know, football at League One level with a running track in front of you. But at the end of the day, they didn't sell that out. So where are these people come from? They, we know where they've come from. They've got to accept it. And the sensible guys on North Stand Chat, the people who know what it's all about, refer to them exactly as what they are. Johnny come latelys. You know, plastics. That's exactly what they are. Um, they're building something, and you can't ignore it. They're building something that, that you know, yeah, I suppose in some ways we, we've got partly to be jealous of. But it doesn't mean we haven't got the same opportunities ourselves. And when you look at that league table right now, we're, we're more likely to go up than they are. You know? Well, according to Bash LSD, um, if the worst nightmare comes true and we somehow manage to get prompted, we can play that <laughs> segment back over and over again. So mm. their worst nightmare, according to Bash, is getting promoted. Yeah, or prompted. That's, or prompted. Uh, look um obviously they, they've got their own um their own show it's called the albion raw i don't know what that refers to um can't be the raw surely 
It was uh, named after um, the Homestale Fanatics um, when they used to go <laughs> to the Albion pub. It was named after that. It was actually named after the uh, Palace support in the uh, pub in Norwood Junction. Unless, unless it's a, a, a someone that really supports Sunderland, then it's just the Roker rot. They've just stolen that idea. Like they tried to steal our songs. Well, they've stolen our, our whole ethos, as in Eagle, and then they went Seagulls. So now they're stealing this. They just want to be us, really. I've come to the conclusion <laughs> yeah. they really want to be us. <laughs> Listen, um, get, getting back, that's controversial. I, I'm, I'm going to let those comments slide. I'm sure the uh, North Stand chat boys love something they to were, say back They were back. trying to be like um, gel for a while, weren't they? Because they had Nobbo on the front of their shirts for a few seasons. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> sake, boys. <laughs> Do you know what? I can kind of see their point now. I'm not having this lineup ever together again. I've, I have real reservations about having Joe and Nick on any show together anyway, because most of the time they start talking about adverts from the 1960s, and I've, I've got no clue what they're talking about. Jesus Christ. Well, um, go on. <laughs> no, no I, I enlightened guys to uh, Ernie. <laughs> <laughs> and the way that apparently the uh, uh, he drives the fastest milk car in the West, which the older people will know. That's how I get my Holloway accent. They won't off. forget, Gels, Ernie. <laughs> I want to, yeah, I'm going to sort of talk over you pair of pricks now. Um, Bozza, who uh, obviously runs that site, I want to, he, 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 um, he actually put like a, a what I considered to be a nice comment. <laughs> I thought it was absolutely right. He said, um, "He said I didn't think it was that bad, given I'm well aware I'm about as far away from a target dem- demographic as it's possible to be." Um, actually, to be honest with you, Bozzer, it was that bad. I'm starting to really regret <laughs> even having any of these people on the show. But um, no, it wasn't. It was all, it was all right in the circumstances. I thought the guys did a really good job. We had um, late dropouts and. Obviously, I wasn't there, which is a terrible, terrible thing for any broadcast. Uh, but Bozzer also says it's very partisan, which as a Palace listener you'd be hoping for and expecting. The blokes down a pub having a chat format is tried and tested with all manner of podcasts and it's widely used because it works. At the end of the day, it's some fans giving up their time to further the cause of their football club and that should always be applauded, even if the resultant output isn't quite to your tastes. And I think that that is a very fair comment. You know, we didn't, we didn't put that show out for you guys. You, you tried to take some enjoyment out of our suffering and hopefully you know you were amused and offended in equal measure um <laughs> <laughs> it's not offense it's called banter because we've not gone in no one's made any insinuations about what what usually people get accused of no one no. you know we've not done that all we've done is basically had a proper go at them and the only one that really got a, a little bit of a slating really was was the the welshman who you know took the time to headbutt his keyboard for 15 minutes and send us obnoxious <laughs> emails but you know but again that is it's open to to any fan that wants to to email us and abuse us because um you know we've got all amount of uh, a big amount of noises to accompaniment their uh, or accompany their emails when we read them out interestingly um well, actually, I was going to say I was going to say legal, but I think it's actually pronounced Ligo. It's not far from me, uh, lie. But um, he said, "Why don't you have a feature where you invite a Brighton fan on to discuss the match?" And he suggested a couple of people there. Uh, we did do that, and we do, we've tried to do that in the past. Um, I think obviously we'd probably have a, a lot easier time of it if we invited uh, a Brighton fan on to discuss the match now. 
but weirdly they weren't so keen uh, when the results went the other way, which was a bit frustrating for us. So you can understand why we haven't done that. Um, but you know what? I mean, from all of this, away fan interaction has been has been amusing, um, and we probably do a lot more of it. So you know, on the off chance that you guys, uh, well, on the off chance we avoid avoid getting promoted and we play you next year. Um, I think maybe uh, maybe we'll do that. We'll have a, we'll have a good laugh. I'm sure we will. Um, it's prompted. prompted. It, sorry, sorry. If we get if we avoid prompting, getting prompted. It's very confusing. All this. Um, look, I, I, I don't. I don't really have too much more to say on on that. I mean, we got called sore losers. Yeah, we're sore losers. That's you know? why we were laughing so much at the end. <laughs> it's it is it is what it is you know we we got beaten you've you've got bragging rights although you don't seem to respect them when it's the other way around but fair dues you've got your bragging rights uh i believe your manager's staying which is um i don't really think that's too much of is a, he yeah is i believe he? so is yeah. he really yeah mm. but um it wouldn't have made sense for him to leave quite frankly did he go Wouldn't to co- did he go to reading today I, I think i think he probably had talks but you know what that's like I mean, I think... Or just you know, did a travel lodge or something. <laughs> hey, Red, you, you've been to Reading, mate. Can you splash up there if you can get through the road system? Jesus. Uh, no, listen, I, I, can't, I couldn't have imagined why he would want to leave Brighton, to be quite honest with you. He's got, he's got a good thing going on there. Reading are coming back down. You know, he's got an outside chance of maybe scraping in the playoffs. At, well, you know what he could do? If he wants to go places, he could... Well, I was going to say come and manage us, but I don't think he's a better manager than all the way. I no, mean, after their players come and yeah. play for us. <laughs> yeah. Listen, um, on that actually I just want to have a little quick chat one of the things that was talked about all the time is um, obviously Glenn Murray coming to us scoring 30 goals and all that sort of stuff and one of the things that's levelled back at us at the moment was uh, the fact that we didn't take Liam Bridcut. Um I wanted to make reference to that and it's my sort of last little nod of humility in the direction of Brighton um, Liam Bridcut is, is a really good player now I, I remember I watched all of his games on trial because I go to pre-season games um uh, when he he played a few and and looked he looked a handy little player he, at the time he was not going to be one who was going to get into the side I think he needed those couple of seasons at, at League One anyone remember the last time we were in League One mm. not in my life I do mm. but then I'm older than you yeah yeah so <laughs> yeah you're older than most but basically <laughs> um, one then. but yeah no three. was Division Three back then wasn't it but basically I think he needed those couple of seasons and he's you know, for, for a for a little blo- little bloke, he's only about must be five six, five seven, not much taller than Johnny Esther. I think uh, I think he's a terrific little player, and um, I think it's one that you can kind of look at with a little bit of regret. And you've got to sort of got to admit there that yeah, okay, you've you've got a player that we could have had, but it took him a while to get to that standard. Um, no Jedanak is he though in defence? It's not no, no. But well, if Jedanak goes, and then if he's looking for a step up, then maybe we can go in for him. Well, he's out of contract at the end of the year, so we'll see what happens there, eh? Oh, yeah. Good, nice little backup there. <laughs> anyway, listen, so, I mean, that's our response um, to to your comments, Brighton fans. Um, be interested to get some more response from Palace fans about how they're feeling now. Obviously, we're back uh, on the 31st, I believe, uh, where we'll be reviewing um, what would hopefully be a return to form at home to Birmingham, which is being played on Friday the 29th now. We've got live TV coverage for that one. Um, guys, we haven't done a preview for that, and I've not really looked it up or anything like that. Uh, but Birmingham picking up of late and um, be a strong test, but we're very strong at home as as uh, Brighton are, and 
perhaps our weakness being away and their strength being at home was another big factor in why we lost that game. But um, I'll just pick one of you. Alex, hopes for the Birmingham game? Look, if we play our best, we'll win. It's as simple as that. We've got to go in and get at them. I don't think they offer anything other than a long ball over the top to Zigic, which we're gonna, which is going to be tough oh. to deal with. Was that, no. was that it there? Was it? Was that, that was it. it. There it is. That's, That's it. my that mouth. That's not my nose. That's my mouth. You, you want to stop your mouth doing that? You yeah. need fucking surgery, dry. mate. got dry. I need a glass of water. As Nick says, you need fucking surgery. Um, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, we're good enough you to You sound like you swallowed a balloon or something. <laughs> <laughs> can I, can I oh. just pull one... One last, um, one last comment, only because it made yeah. me laugh, yeah, yeah, from yeah. Greg Bobkin. And he says, is this some kind of care in a community project? <laughs> <laughs> or just a step down from student radio? A bit like listening to TalkSport. I didn't really want to listen to it, but I can't help it because it's so bad. Yeah, listen. Thank you, Greg. Um, <laughs> cheers, man. <laughs> That's the best, best. That made me laugh. That made me laugh out of I'll all tell, of them. Uh, yeah, it's, it's a fair point. Listen, I'll tell you what, Greg. What it is, is it's a bunch of football fans talking about football. Uh, none of us started with any broadcasting experience. If you really want to know, um, I, I actually got the job of main presenter around four hours before the first show went on air without actually asking for it. So that's the sort of show we are. Uh, we've had a lot of successes and we've, we've all learned a lot over the over a, a, quite a long period of time. And you know what? Our listeners love us. Well, most of them anyway. Some of them send me offensive emails, but not that many. Um, it's but listen, mainly the presenters that do that. It's mainly, yeah, that is. It's mainly the presenting team that do that. And um, <laughs> listen, we, we, have a good, we have a good time doing it. it it's not for you. Um, although this little bonus pro- podcast kind of is. It is, yeah. It kind of is. We've, it's our little gift. We weren't doing anything. We had, you know what I mean? We weren't. I was. Well, no, no. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> what is the Welsh geezer's back. He's emailed in again, hasn't he? Anyway, he wants to make some sense. Now, listen. Oh, xenophobia, boy. Xenophobia. But, um, yeah, not racism. I thought it was, thought it was no, casual racism. No, they are, they are incorrect, as they are in many things that they say. But um, Now, look, it's, it is what it is. Um, like I said, we've got to take this. It's our turn to take this, but what we what we should learn from celebrating our many many victories over Brighton and their inability really to do anything of any note to us until now, um, you know we we've it's easy to forget that there's a next game. The second a game's over, it's always about the next time. Um, you enjoy your time, Brighton, because we'll enjoy ours next time. Goodbye. Sport Fan Network is proudly teaming up with Free for Mental Health Awareness Week this year. 
As football fans, we often pride ourselves on knowing everything, from which substitution can turn the game around to the quickest route home to beat the crowds. However, when it comes to discussing feelings with our friends, we might not always feel as confident. That's why we're here to equip you with the right tools so you can reach out to those who can help. If your mates are struggling, let them know that the Samaritans are free to call on 116123. That's 116123. They are there to listen without judgment or pressure. 24-7, 365 days of the year. Let's all take a moment to talk more than football. It's the 90th minute. All your mates around. You've got your McNugget share boxes ready to go. Your mates already got booked for double dipping and you steal the last nugget, snatching all three points. Perfect. Order McDelivery now on the McDonald's app. You in? At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.